Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. Super excited to continue talking about Psalm 90 today. Well, and can I tell you that your dulcet tones are coming in? Through the microphone so sweetly. Yes. I, I will say this. You know, for everybody listening, we do have some new equipment, some upgrades. We think it's going to make everything sound just a little bit better. But we'd love to get some feedback from you. If, if this is actually making it much, much worse and if it's not coming through loud enough, we're we're still trying to adjust the equipment. So, That's a good point. Yeah. So if, you, if it's not coming through, I mean... This week is going to be set, but we'll know if you send us a message, and we'll we'll try to get it fixed within the coming weeks uh, as we as we adjust to some of our new equipment. So, and uh, all of this just uh, we don't talk we don't mention this; it's kind of implied. But all of this gets paid for by the congregation that meets here on Livingston Avenue. That's why we don't have any advertisements. That's yeah. why we don't have they're supporting us to do this work and to and it's, a, it's 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 a gift from our congregation yeah. for you and for the world. And we're very thankful for our brothers and sisters and their contributions and all the the support that they give so that we can do our work but this Mm -hmm. is part of it and that's this is part of what accomplishes that so very thankful all right so psalm 90 you're going to read from the new king james today why don't you jump into that that's what i have here a prayer of moses the man of god lord you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world even from everlasting to everlasting you are god You turn man to destruction and say, Return, O children of men, for a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, and like a watch in the night. You carry them away like a flood. They are like a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which grows up. In the morning it flourishes and grows up. In the evening it is cut down and withers. For we have been consumed by your anger, and by your wrath we are terrified. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins, in the light of your countenance. For all our days have passed away in your wrath. We finish our years like a sigh. The days of our lives are seventy years, and if by reason of strength they are eighty years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For as the fear of you, so is your wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long, and have compassion on your servants. O satisfy us early with your mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days in which you have afflicted us, the years in which we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servants and your glory to their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Moses writing this, we've talked about the fact that this could have been uh, during the wilderness wandering. Uh, I love that idea of possibly being in in that sliver of time where he was coming into his own and realizing that he's actually an Israelite and not, and and by realizing it, I mean, I think he, he knew being brought up by his mother uh, until he was weaned, but, but that, that true realization of what that means, Mm. you know, that this is my people. I'm not, this, this Egyptian background is not. So that's what I mean when I say that. So what a powerful perspective on when Moses possibly wrote this. Well, I was just going to say, I, I'm really drawn in this reading to verse 16, 
let your work appear to your servants and your glory to their children. Mm. I, I've often prayed, you know, that the Lord would, would grow his church and grow his kingdom. And I believe he will. Sure. But then I've prayed for the privilege to be able to see it with yeah. my own eyes. Yeah. And yeah. may, and may do, I see some of it. Do it in my lifetime. Yeah. Do it yeah. in my lifetime. And, right. I, and I, 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 I get some of that. Let your work appear to your servants, your glory to their children. You know, that, that not just I might be privileged to see the Lord's work and his goodness, but that even my family, my legacy, and the other people of God could see these things also. Um, I think it's a really good prayer. And this is called a prayer of Moses, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. One of the reasons why the, the point you've just made there, I think, is, is poignant within this psalm is because of Moses' statement about how God deals with time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's the realization yeah. that you you may be asking for something and God may grant it. But for God, you know, time is immaterial. And so it might be a thing that happens 150 years from now in response to your prayer. But you're not there to see it because and that that gets us to what I was hoping to talk about today. This business of what what time is like for God, where he he just straight up says a thousand years is like yesterday in his sight or like a watch in the night. I got to tell you, you've just kind of, uh, you know, really stre- stretched my faith there for a second because I'm thinking about this idea that prayers that in my lifetime I could think that the answer was no, maybe the answer was not yet. Yes. Because it, it just wasn't time yet. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think, think so, very specifically wow. in Revelation where you have the martyrs under the altar that are praying, how long, how long? And he says, well, it's after your number is filled. That means there's a lot of people praying for God to bring judgment mm-hmm. or deliverance, but they're going to die okay. before he does that. Okay. And he's planning on doing it, but he's actually planning on doing it after some more Christians died. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there, there's there's answers to our prayers, which is... But, man, but we for, may not know that till eternity. Huh? That's exactly right. Wow. It, it may come after. I had after. never really thought about that a whole it lot. It may come right. after. Hey, you know what? Let's put a pin in that. I mean, not, we can talk more about that. But on Friday, I think we're going to have a conversation that actually sees where Moses' prayer here gets answered in its ultimate hmm. form millennia so, after so he we're dies. Gonna, we're going to consider this concept a little more. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's, there's, there's some aspects of this psalm that God answers uh, thousands. Well, okay. Well, I'll be sure to late. tune in Friday. I then. hope you do. I okay. hope you do. Okay. I hope I see you on that day. So anyway, so a thousand years with God. So talk to me about that. What a thousand years with God is as yesterday or as a watch in the night. What, what, what does that tell you? Okay. Well, I, I get some of this I see as an elaboration of something that said earlier in verse two, when he says that from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And there's something being communicated there about the nature of God. And that is he is eternal. This is a hard concept for us finite beings to wrap our minds around. Uh, I can say it, but <laughs> because I, well, I mean, here it says, you know, everlasting, to everlasting, everlasting, to everlasting, no beginning and no end. And so I can say that. And then to sort of try to understand and comprehend how that works is, you know, a bit beyond me. But I do then have to try to uh, work through this appreciation. Okay, then as a finite being, and, and I had a beginning because I, I know my birthday is December 30th and, and and I like getting presents on my birthday and someday my, it'll mine's end. On, mine's on June 9th, by the way. Oh, yours is coming up it's soon. It's coming up soon. It's coming up so, soon. So birthday gifts coming to me first. That's right. We want to keep these things decently and in order. <laughs> uh, you, you don't have a, a big birthday coming up, do you? Uh, just uh, 5-0, just the big, the big 5-0, the big 5-0. It's Woo! my police birthday. 
the, we're gonna have to learn how to number our days, buddy. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> that is straight up the truth. But, but, but what I was gonna say was, all right, so we definitely have a beginning. We're going to have an end. Don't know that one. The Lord knows that one. We don't know that one. But in our kind of linear concept of time, and then God is outside of that. So, so yeah, we don't know when the end is going to be, but you know, we have kind of a window. Well, yeah, we do. I, I mean, there's Even a part in this of psalm, right? Yeah. And, and I know we'll talk more about that later, but I get it. You're right. I don't know when my end exactly is going to be. It could be today. Right. It could be before my birthday. It could be on your birthday. It could be, you know, uh, it could be 25 years from now. But I, I bet it's not going to be like 75 years from now. Yeah. I, I doubt I'm going to live to be 125. All things being equal. All things being equal. I mean, apart from some supernatural something happening, I doubt I'm going to live to be 125. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, what the oldest person was up in the 100 teens, right? Is that? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And uh, I just saw, I, just I mean, saw other the headline than, the not, other day. I'm not talking about Methuselah. I, I know that. But I mean, in our modern day. No, in modern day. But uh, there, there was there was some Brit who's, I think, made 106. Okay. And so they did the report with him. Hey, what's what's the secret to long life? Yeah, yeah. not dying. Yeah, no, no <laughs> Just wake up every morning and here I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, but here's God, and He doesn't have that. He doesn't yeah. have that limitation. Yeah, He does not. And so, how how do we think about that? Well, one of the things that Moses prays that a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, and like a watch in the night. A watch in the night is just a few hours, right? It's like three hours. Yeah. I think and, there were like four watches in the night from 12. Okay. Through, uh, you divide the 12 hours into three. Yeah. Uh, into four sections, so three hours. A thousand years is three hours to you? Yeah. 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 Something along those lines. You know, I think it's something important to recognize. You, you notice that he uses two different metaphors. Mm-hmm. So some folks come to this and they remember what Peter says. A day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. And I think Peter was probably calling on this passage Remembering yes, this. I I think so, and uh, you know one of the things we need to appreciate that about that then is that this is more about a statement of God and His eternal uh, nature, yeah, as opposed to the Bible is chock full of secret codes, right? How to understand time so that we can calculate perhaps even to the day mm-hmm. of when the Lord will return. Yeah, because here, here's the thing: if we were going to try to turn it into a code. We're not even sure which code would we use. I mean, after all, when it says that a thousand years is like yesterday, did he mean the daytime of yesterday? Mm-hmm. Well, then a thousand years is just 12 hours. Or did uh-huh. he mean the whole day of yesterday? Like we think today. See, the ancients thought of the day and the night. Yes, so you had 12 right. hours of day and 12 hours of night. We Correct. tend to think of day and 24 hours. So is it a thousand years is like 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Or is the thousand years like the watch in the night, mm-hmm. which is just three hours? Moses is not giving us a code. He's using metaphors. And neither was Peter. And neither was Peter because Peter is drawing on this exact same (laughs) metaphor. And all he is saying is that time is meaningless to God. Mm -hmm. Being everlasting. In fact, I think of it like this. It's I know this is not exact because I don't think Moses or Peter are saying just this exact same thing. But the older I get, it sure seems like time moves more quickly. Do, do you, I mean, is that? No, I agree with you 100%. You know, I've, I've gotten one of these kind of, you, you're getting ready to turn 50. I've got a daughter that's getting ready to graduate from high school. Yeah. And it's like, where has the last 15 years gone? I know. It's I know. It's crazy. And when I was younger, 15 years seemed like a much longer time that to, yeah. than it does today. I, oh. I look back over the last five years and I'm like, it's a, it's a blip. You know, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not much at all. When I was 10, five years seemed like in a long time mm-hmm. because five years was half of my life. Yeah. Now, five years is one-tenth of my life, and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like nearly as long. Now, that's all perspective because obviously a minute still takes 60 seconds, and 
an hour still takes 60 minutes. A right. day still takes 24 hours. A, you know, a year is still 365 days. It, that doesn't change, but my perception of it. But the longer I live, that perception makes time seem uh, to move more quickly. Mm-hmm. The, the length, mm-hmm. you know, a long period of time doesn't mm-hmm. seem quite as meaningful. Now imagine living from everlasting to everlasting. And how you're going to view the last year or thousand years even. Yeah. And so now I don't think that Moses or Peter are saying that's all it is, is that God's lived a long time. So it it feels like that. I think they really are saying that he's outside of time and time is meaningless to him. But that's that's to me the thing that kind of helps me understand the perspective in any in any event. God is Moses is not giving us a code. So we're not like he, he's not giving us and, a code and just, and just being pragmatic. You know, the folks today that say, oh, well, the world is going to last for one of God's weeks. And Correct. so there's seven thousands. Mm-hmm. And so then you're going to get to the end where it's the Sabbath rest for mm-hmm. God and for us. And so after six thousand years, the world's going to come to an end. And it, it, it's just the Bible doesn't teach any of that. It's just it not, not any of that. It does not. So, yeah, good point. Good and point. And I think that's good to, to learn. He is God. We are not. And one of those things to appreciate about that is his, he is eternal. He's Time's eternal. Dif- different for him. Which also allows him to be patient. Yeah. It affords him to be patient. And this, this is to me the, the shocking thing. He is patient and he can be because time is meaningless to him. Uh, you know, for me, what seems like a, an incredible long period of time. I mean, you know, sometimes working with some people, it's like, man, I've been working with these people for years. And I, you know, some people working with me, they're like, I've been working with Edwin for years. You know, when's he going to get this right? Mm-hmm. Whereas God, I mean, the time is immaterial. He's just glad, yeah. hey, he's still here. We're going to work on him. He's going to keep working. It's he's able to have that patience because he can afford to. Yeah. And just just that recognition that there's not anything about his existence that's going to change that. Now, that doesn't mean I should test or try his patience. No. At some point, he's going to say, that's it for you. He does. But uh, but, but he, still, is, he can he afford patience. So long suffering. Yeah. So long suffering. Well, I think we're about out of time. So let's go ahead and wrap up with a prayer. Lord God, thank you so much for your patience with me. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you with your patience uh, for your patience with your people. Thank you for your patience with the world. And uh, we we pray that we will get the word out so that others can be a part of your family. We know, Father, that you have a plan that says that those who turn away from you, those who commit sin, they are going to face judgment. And yet you don't want anybody to face that. And so you and your loving kindness and your long suffering and your patience have allowed the world to continue on. And so we pray that this message or other messages as part of your gospel will get to folks and draw them into your family. Lord God, we thank you so much because you care for us. You're strong, you're good and holy, and we know that you're looking out for our best interests, and we look forward to being with you forever in eternity in the resurrection. It's through your son, Jesus, who was resurrected, who paved the way for us that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna.
Christ is captain of the mighty throne.